are listening to Cold Lake Community Church Podcast. I hope today's message inspires you. Cold Lake Community Church, a place where families come together. The title of my sermon this morning is The Power of Silence. See, as your pastor, it is my role to be able to seek the Lord and to be able to pass along what God has shown me, to be able to equip you for your lives. And, um, you know, I don't know if you noticed the slide, but one, one of the slides, the founder said, um, um, how did that go again? No, the... Better to build a child than repair a but There's something about that, about what you said. Yeah, God asked him a question and he answered in silence. Silence is so important. And in our culture, we've totally lost the understanding. And even when I just took that minute of silence there, what were you thinking? Were you like, what's he doing? Like, this is weird. You know, or, or, or awkward, like... Is something going to happen? Because we want stuff to happen. We don't like that quiet moment. I saw some people close their eyes and pray and just kind of take advantage of that, of, that, uh, of that time. But how are you personally? Psalms 46.10 says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation and I will be honored throughout the world. Mother Teresa says, Speak, uh, God speaks in the silence of the heart. Listening is the beginning of our prayers. On Pentecost Sunday, we had just a couple of Sundays ago, we had Trevor Meyer speak, and he shared a scripture with us that really kind of stuck with me. It's Ephesians 1.17. It says, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. How many of us want to know God? Like you really, really want to know him. Like the Bible says that he knows every hair on our head. But how well do we know our creator? Is he just something up there? Is he a God with a stick who's just waiting for us to get out of line so he could beat us? Is he the teddy bear God that, hey, we can do whatever we want. Because God's grace and God is love and, hey, don't worry about it. Who is God to you? See, my friends, I think that this next season that God is calling us to is a season of intimacy. Last week, I went for a, a prayer walk, and I tend to, I love prayer walks, and, and they really, in the wintertime, they get hindered because, not necessarily because of the cold, I can dress up, but I find that when you walk on the road or on the trails, they become so icy that you slip and fall, and it's just like, ah. Oh becomes annoying, and then instead of praying, you, you become frustrated. So in the, you know, when I moved to Coal Lake, someone says, you're moving to Coal Lake? I said, yeah. They said, you know, they have two seasons, winter and July. And, um, and, I, and I kind of prepared myself for that. But I really miss those times to be able to get outside and just to be alone with the Lord. So lastly, I just put my iPod on, and I 
went for a walk and I decided to walk up the Millennium Trail and I'm walking up the Millennium Trail and I walk from my place up to the Energy Center and I turned around at the Energy Center and I, my, my practice is to kind of uh, listen to worship music or I'll listen to an audio Bible and I'll listen on the way out there and then I'll unplug and on the way back I pray. And um, I, was, I was sitting there and I, and, and I was listening to Jesus Culture's new album there, just a little bit of a plug for it, it's good but not as good as their last one. But uh, I was listening to that new album, and um, I, I was kind of struggling in my heart. You know, I had some personal issues, things that were, were causing um, maybe a little bit of tor- turmoil in my spirit. And I was praying, I'm just like, God, what am I going to do about this, God? Lord, how do, I, how do I handle these situations? Lord, how can I be the man that you created me to be r- right here? And as I walked and as I sat in that place and said, Lord, what do you have for me? I really believe that all of a sudden it was, it was just different. This doesn't happen all the time. My, my prayer walks are, are, are quite often. I walk, I pray, and I come back home. But this day on Wednesday was completely different. As I'm walking, all of a sudden I just felt this. And I'm like, God is here. And God is walking side by side with me. And I'm like, man, this is going to be good. We live in a culture that doesn't appreciate silence. It makes us feel awkward. We do anything we can to fill those sacred moments, and often we miss out on what the Lord has for us. As I was praying and as I was walking, I just really felt the Holy Spirit speak to me in such a clear way. He says, Lance... I want you to listen. So I listened, and I walked, and I heard nothing. 1 Kings 19 says, Elijah replied, I have zealously served the Lord, the God Almighty, but the people of Israel have broken their covenant with you. They tore down the altars. They killed every one of your prophets. I'm the only one left, and now they're trying to kill me too. Sounds to me like, Elijah was also in that place of turmoil. He had something on his life where, you know what, he was afraid for his own life. Have you been in that place of distress where you just start praying, you're just like, God, I need to hear you. Lord, I need an answer for this situation. Elijah is in that place, and let's see how God answers him. He says, go out and stand before me on the mountain, the Lord told him. And as Elijah stood there, the Lord passed by. And a mighty windstorm hit the mountain. It was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was the sound of a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his cloak, and he went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. My friends, I think more than any other way, God likes to speak in whispers. The Lord says that he's a jealous God and that he wants nothing else before him. Yet in our day, if we're lucky, we say, now I lay me down to sleep, and then we fall asleep before the prayer is over. So the Lord was speaking to me. He says, Lance, I want you to listen. And I'm listening, and I'm like, okay, God, when you tell me to listen... You are about to release something that is way cool. So I'm walking and I'm walking and I'm listening and I'm not saying anything. I'm not listening to worship. I'm just walking down the Millennium Trail. 
And I go for about probably five minutes, and I hear nothing. So I start to speak in tongues. I think, you know what? If I speak in tongues, what that's going to do, it's, a, it's my heavenly language. I'm going to just sort of up the spiritual temperature a little bit. Let the Holy Spirit know. I'm serious. I want to hear from you. And then the Holy Spirit spoke. You know what he said to me? Shh. He says, I told you to listen. We don't like silence. Oh my God, I'm, not, I'm listening. I don't hear anything. So I'm trying to let you know I'm serious. I'm trying to speak in tongues right now. And you say, shh. So I said, all right, God. And I continue walking. And I'm listening, and I'm listening, waiting to hear that voice of the Lord, but I don't hear it. So finally, after another couple minutes, I say, God, the only thing I can hear, Lord, is birds singing. I can't hear your voice, Lord. I heard you say, shh. But once I vocalize that, once I said, Lord, all I hear, this is, you asked me to listen, and I'm telling you what I'm hearing. And once I said that, the Lord said to me, he says, look at the birds. Don't they plant or harvest or store food in barns? For your heavenly Father feeds them, and aren't you far more valuable than they? With that, I felt life enter into my spirit. I've been so worried about things that I can't control, and I found myself daily focusing on the problems and not the solution. Psalms 121, I lift my eyes up unto the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from you maker of the heavens and the earth. My help comes from you, Lord. And all of a sudden, once the Lord spoke that to me, I'm just like, yes, God. God, I ask your forgiveness. Lord, I've been so worried about these things that I haven't been seeking you and saying, God, I don't want to focus on that, but Lord, I want to focus upon you. The Lord cares about the earth, but his love for us is everlasting. I need to be reminded every once in a while of who I am. I am a son, and it's time to ascend to go to the next level of authority, one who which I will gain only through knowing him and what he's saying about that problem or about the event or about the day. Do you realize who you are in Christ? I think we can become so easily distract. You know, I love that movie, Up, where all of a sudden those dirt dogs are squirrel. And I laugh because I'm like, man, we are so much like that. And the enemy knows just, just a small little problem, just a, we read a post on Facebook, something happens, and all of a sudden our whole time is focused on this. And God's like, what are you doing? I am the answer. And if I look after the little birds, how much more am I going to look after you? I'm crazy about you. I love you so much. I am your heavenly father. Who's got problems in this room? Who's got things that are on your mind even right at this moment? Wow. Focus on God. You remember the story about David and Goliath? Who was David? He was a shepherd boy. 
He wasn't even at the battle. And when he comes, because his dad sends him off to bring his brother some lunch, he comes, where is the army of Israel? Where are they? They're hiding. Because one man would come out day after day, taunt, mock, and distract who they are. And as he did that, the whole army of the Israelites cowered. And then one boy shows up. He hears that and is like, what is going on here? Who's going to go fight them? No one? I'll go. My friends, that's how big our God is. When we focus on the problem, when we got our mind off our creator and we focus on the situation, that's when fear comes in. That's when disheartment comes in. That's when we cower and we run and we hide. But when we say, you know what, Lord? I need to focus upon you. That's when we rise up. That's when we realize greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. My friends, that same God that equipped David, the kid, to beat a giant is able to equip you to beat that problem. And the Lord had to remind me upon that in the silence. Son, get your eyes off of you. Get your eyes off of this stuff and focus on me. Because I made you who you are, and you're going to overcome because you're an overcomer. That's God. So then I close my eyes again, and I'm walking, and I found it so distracting because I'm walking right along the side of where that new development is being made, uh, right beside the Lutheran church there now. And, and the cars upon 28 are fairly close to the Millennium Trail. And I'm just hearing boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, oh, Lord, I'm trying to listen. But now it's getting even loud to hear the birds singing, God. So I said, Lord, the only other thing I can hear, Father, I'm really trying to listen, but the only other thing I can hear is cars. And what the Lord said? He says, men in all their splendor made cars but it is I, the Lord, who gave them the wisdom to be able to do so. He says, son, that wisdom that I have given to them, I have also given to you. So Lance, why are you so insecure? Ah, oh, God, you nailed me. I was talking to um, a guy in, uh, in California, I think he is, and he does a counseling center for pastors. And when I was talking to him, I said, what is the number one thing that pastors struggle with? And he said, insecurities. He says, it's amazing. And it's not just pastors. He says, leaders, CEOs, they're the most insecure people I've ever met in my life. And it's like, God, if you've given me wisdom, it says in the book of James, he who lacks wisdom, let him ask, and I will give it to you abundant, in abundance. 
My people need wisdom abundantly. Pray every day for it. Pray every day for it, every single day. Lord, your word says in James that if I pray for wisdom, you're going to grant it to me. Lord, give me wisdom for today. God, I just ask that you give me wisdom for today. And you know what? My problems, my stuff, it's not based upon me and what I do and what hoop I jump through. It's based upon the Lord and what he wants to accomplish in the midst of it. God's got me. I love it when Peter shared with the Gentiles for the first time, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit fell upon him. In the Greek word, that word fall means epipito, which literally translates into fall into one's embrace. Lord, I daily need to fall into your presence. God, you are bigger than my insecurities. Lord, forgive me for listening to, what are insecurities? What are they? Come on. What are insecurities? You don't feel smart, and, and you don't, maybe you don't feel smart. Why don't you feel smart? Are you smart? Are you smart? Yes. God is in us. God is the creator of wisdom. And when we have God in us and we know that we can step out in this place, and perhaps you've experienced where all of a sudden a situation comes up and you respond in wisdom that's just like, I have no idea where that came from. It's because God is in us. So when we listen to our insecurities, when we listen to our fears, who does the Bible say that the father of lies is? The devil. So who are we listening to? We're getting our hope and our, 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 our authority from him. And that ain't right. Turn to your neighbor and say, that ain't right. That ain't right. To obtain our value, my self-worth, I need to fall into the presence and embrace the Holy Spirit where I can hear him speak destiny deep into my spirit. Who are you? What were you created for? If you don't know, then we need to have those one time, we need to have those conversations with the Lord where we just listen and say, God, what is this all about, Lord? God, what are you, what are you speaking deep into my spirit? So the Lord then says to me, he says, now, son, I want you to listen really, really hard. And I'm listening, and again, the cars were so loud, and I'm focusing, and I'm concentrating, and, and I'm just like, oh, intently listening. And I'm like, Lord, I hear the birds. I, I hear the cars. I can't hear anything else. And then all of a sudden, I started to hear something. You know what I heard? I heard my footsteps as I was walking along the Millennium Trail. I said, God, the only other thing I can hear is my footsteps. And with that, I felt the Lord smile upon me. Have you ever felt that? It is this warm sensation when the Holy Spirit's like, you got it, kid. And he just smiled upon me and he says, Lance, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. He then reminded me of another scripture 
In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. I ask the Lord, what is my path, God? What's my destiny? Like, what do you mean by that, Lord? And God said, son, I am leading you into the secret place where this place that you are right at this very moment is going to become the norm and not the exception. And he says, and I want you to teach my children how to get to this place. And I said, God, that's so huge. Because, Lord, I don't know how, I'm just walking right now, and you told me to be quiet. How can I teach how to get here? And he says, son, I'm going to be mentoring you. But it starts in silence. My friends, we don't like silence. We don't like quiet. We want our time to be filled with something. But the Lord is calling his children to the secret place. You know what? It's time, my friends, not to get secondhand information, but to get it from the Savior because that is who God is. There was a time in the, in the history where the man of God received the download and the people were not even allowed to read the word of God. Those days are long gone, thank the Lord, because God wants everyone to know that there's no hierarchy. We are all his kids, and he's wanting to tell you stories. He's wanting to share secrets with you about where you are and what you're going through at this very moment. And that's going to be accomplished in silence. About just in that place, it's just like, Lord. And I think, you know what? I've done it. Lord, all right, Lord, you said silence. Here we go. All right, Lord, I tried. And I just didn't get anything. So I guess you want me to do it tomorrow. Do we do that or do we do that? The Holy Spirit said to me, shh, listen. Okay. Because I wanted to do something. This morning I want to leave you with a scripture and a team if you could come. This is a scripture that, that I'm going to read this morning from the message. I kind of like how the message writes things so many times. It's found in Acts chapter 17, verse 24. You know what? Let me read it to you this morning because not many people would have the message version here with them. Just close your eyes this morning and really catch this. This is again found in Acts 17, verse 24. Would you start playing? The God who made the world and everything in it, this master of sky and of land, 
He doesn't live in custom-made shrines or need the human race to run errands for him as if he couldn't take care of himself. He makes the creatures. The creatures don't make him. Starting from scratch, he made the entire human race and made the earth hospitable with plenty of time and space for living so we could seek after God and not just grope around in the dark, but we could actually find him. The Lord doesn't play hide-and-seek with us. He's not remote, but he is near. We live and move in him, and we can't get away from him. Father, I'm really sensing in September to kick off a series, Lord, called On Earth As It Is In Heaven. Where, Lord, maybe we retrain ourselves because it's so easy to get caught up in culture and forget that the kingdom of God is totally an upside-down kingdom. And Lord, for this day, for this time, for this moment, God, you've asked us to stand in that place and be quiet. It's not about reading, speaking, listening to podcasts, reading some great books. but it's about being alone with you, one-on-one, -on -one, in your presence. God, we are sons and we are daughters in the kingdom of the Lord. And all the things that we struggle with, all the problems, all of our worries, all of our cares, in 1 Peter 5, 7, you say, cast your cares upon me, for I care for you. Lord, sometimes we try to boast and brag about who we are. We go on a journey of just trying to feel important. I was watching that Lego movie with my kids. What a cool movie. Emmett wanting to believe that he's important and everybody says you're nothing but a construction worker who follows the rules. And Lord, I think that's us. Lord, I think we can get so caught up in prestige or maybe on the opposite side in insecurities where, Lord, we just don't feel like we measure up to anybody. And we just feel like dirt or the bottom of the barrel. But, God, that's not who you created us to be. So, Lord, if we've been listening to the father of lies who brings forth insecurities and doubt 
who whispers lies into our ears of who we are. And we think, you know what? I am nothing. God, I ask right now that you would forgive us. For God, when you created us, you said, it is good. Lord, you desire to have relationship. You desire to have fellowship. You desire to, you desire to speak life into each one of our hearts because each one of us in this room are special. And Lord, let us focus upon that. God, we are special. We are king's kids. And you're calling us into the secret place. God, maybe we're here and we're just like, I don't know how to get there, Pastor. I just, I've tried. I just don't know how to get there. Stop striving. It's not about you. But it's sitting in that quiet and just saying, God, your word says that you're not playing hide and go seek and that you are near. So God, I need to take a step of faith and trust that you want to have a relationship with me at this very moment. You want to speak into my spirit because you love me, God. And if that's you this morning, if you struggle with insecurities, if Holy Spirit is speaking to you and saying, son, daughter, this is for you. I'm calling you to the secret place. Would you stand to your feet with me so I can pray over you? I'm not going to linger this. Just stand to your feet right now if Holy Spirit's speaking to you. Father, every single person who's standing, Lord, is standing saying, God, my desire is to get closer. My desire is to find you in intimacy. My desire, Lord, is to enter into that secret place, God, where, Lord, you are Lord of my life. Lord, I ask right now, God, that everyone who is in this place standing to their feet right now, that, God, you would touch them supernaturally. I ask, God, that you fill them right now supernaturally. I ask, God, by faith, that, God, that you would bring them to that place in the midst of silence where all of a sudden that power of God falls upon them and they're like, wow, God is in the room. God is with me right now. Because we don't serve a dead God. But God is alive and God is calling us to relationship. And God wants to walk with us and talk to us and fill us up with his presence. God, I need you, Lord. I need you every day. And Lord, I ask that you fill me, God. Lord, may I not walk one day outside of your presence, God. But Lord, may I know who I am. In Christ's mighty name we ask it. Bless them, God. Fill them, God. And release them on a journey, Lord, of intimacy. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask it. Amen and amen. We hope you've been blessed by this teaching from Coley Community Church. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry. 
Holy Community Church, a place where families come together.